You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Beck You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with What's Funny? What's so funny? I found the interception prop for Jimmy G. Oh, it's minus one forty-five. Come on! No, 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 no. No, I'm not. I'm laughing because okay, good, good. Ten X. Laugh out of frustration. Wilson interception is plus one thirty. I'm not a fan of his, and I really want to bet that. Ten X. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Um, it's funny uh, you bring this up because uh found a tweet here. Uh, th- is what? Like 11 NFL quarterbacks in week one with plus odds to throw an interception. You mentioned Russell Wilson. I love the Justin Herbert play because he's going to be throwing it deep a little bit more. And so that's a possibility. Uh, but here's some of the others. And let's see if anything stands out. Uh, Sam Howell plus 105. Desmond Ritter yes. plus 105, Burrow plus 115, Deshaun Watson plus 110, maybe. Uh, Trevor Lawrence I mean, are, plus 105. Yeah. Aren't quarterbacks more likely to have one interception than none? Even my guy, Pat Mahomes, who's on a pedestal, had one last night. Jared Goff did not. Well, and with Mahomes, that was not his fault. That was a perfect pass. A perfect pass. Bad was Kadarius Tony was yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that was what I was talking about like earlier in the show was, you know, I remember you saying under half an interception, and maybe that's why I forgot about your Lions money line bet. Though in all fairness, that was a free play for you. It was. It was. I would have got my money back. <laughs> uh so it's fine. It was good. It was it was just for funsies, yeah. and I'm happy it hit. Sure. No, so, no, yeah, we got Sam Howell I, is a great look because everyone mm-hmm. with Eric Bieniemy there, we're expecting him to air things out. He doesn't have a ton of experience. I mean, come on, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So that is good at plus 105. I like that one. Kirk Cousins plus 120. What do you think about that one? Oh, why are you going to do my guy like that? But yeah, he's due. He's because actually he cleaned it up a lot. Doesn't stink. Why? Why do I feel like I'm in the middle of something? Because I'm very much in the Kirk Cousins is average camp. I I just said he was average today on this show. I didn't say he's Guy like stinks. Pat Mahomes. He doesn't stink. All right. <laughs> He can't stink. Like, for him to stink, then Justin Jefferson can't be who he is. 
Or is it Justin Jefferson elevating Kirk Cousins from stinks to average? I think he elevates him from average to this ambiguous place where we don't know what Kirk Cousins is. Just say he stinks, Ed. You want to do it. I could see you want to do it. Just do it. Just say he stinks. The the advanced metrics don't say he stinks. They they just say, like, you got to – you got to parse it through a little bit, and that's the problem. Nah, just it's look like, at his stupid he, face. He's, he's a stupid that was face. cruel. I'll, I'll jot that, that one down. That was cruel. Yes. Okay, I have said much worse for far less, and I think everybody here knows that. That's true. Kurt- yeah. I've said worse for far less. <laughs> just wait till my baseball bets. Blake Snell pitches tonight. Oh, boy. That's a tease. Can't wait for that one. It is funny how, like, baseball was good to me last night, but I took it on the chin for the first NFL game, and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm really going to enjoy football season, aren't I? That's the beauty of yeah, it. Yeah, Aaron can really relate to this segment, betting baseball and football at the same time. This is, this is a right. real Aaron Hawksworth lane right here that we're living in right now. It is really funny that I come from like the most baseball obsessed family and I just went the other way. <laughs> and my you know mom, by the way, I trolled my mom last night because she does say like, football is your life. And so I sent her a picture of me watching the game and I was like, my life is complete again. And she didn't respond. <laughs> Getting ghosted by your mom is tough. That's a tough one. I know, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. No response. You'd hope for more out of life. I get it. I tried to troll my mom, and she just hit me with the silent treatment. Bummer. You you know what, though? In all fairness, like, I have an LSU-loving family, and anytime they lose, like, I'll find my places to kind of poke a little bit because – you know, LSU, I mean, they had a great athletic year last year, right? And so the football team is historically good all the time. So any any chances I can get to kind of poke and prod a little bit? Because I didn't go to LSU. Like, I'm not a Tiger. And, you know, all my university uh, affiliations uh, are elsewhere. And some of them include rivals like Alabama. So I don't have a reason to support them. Yeah, it's funny how that can happen in a family, but it makes things fun. Of course it does. Would you have yeah. preferred, Why, Aaron, like... the single thumbs up emoji from your mom? Because that one, that one's a big one for my dad. Single thumbs up emoji is a huge one. I love that. You know, it reminds me of like my mom's favorite comeback. She'll just be like, cool. Like, like condescending cool. Like she just doesn't care. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think... A response would have been great, but uh, what if nope. she'd only liked the message? Message react, <laughs> or she should have just sent the rolling, her rolling eyes. That one emoji. A, a like eyes. message oh, that, react, no. like just tell me you hate me and want me to die in a ditch. Like honestly, I I hate the like react. It makes me feel so terrible about myself. Mom doesn't do, do this, but. I do know folks who just send the letter K. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, just stab me in the face at that point. Yeah. That's, I, I that's think that's terrible. 
Yeah, the letter K, I think, is the worst thing of all. Like, at least thumbs up. Like, all right, it's an emoji, so it's a picture. I guess it's okay. Uh, you know, yeah, it, it comes across as a little passive aggressive. What was it? Like, I think I read somewhere that young people, Generation Z, uh, who we love on this program, thank you for listening and watching. Uh, if you have punctuation in a text, like you end a text with a period, that can come across as passive aggressive. Yes, dude. Nothing, nothing. Me and Mario are like high-fiving right now. We just said this 30 seconds ago. If you use a period in a text, like, just tell me you hate me. Don't make me sweat it out. Like, that's the worst. My cousin uses punctuation in every text, and I always, like, I'm like, are you mad at me? Like, are we beefing right now? What Are we good? I, I hate, if you use periods in a text to me, just know I am an anxious, sweaty person. So are, I have, are younger well, generations struggling in English class these days? Like, what is happening to the English language and grammar? I, I got a journalism <laughs> degree. I don't know. I think I'm doing all right. Okay. Yeah, that's how, that's how sure. you know Aaron and I are in a different generation, is that we are really concerned about grammar and such. And, and you know, I, I think that's fair. Um, you know, I do find myself sometimes teaching writing, even though I teach a stats class, you know. I do have some incredibly brilliant students, don't get me wrong. At the same time, every now and again, I'll see a phrase or something and I go, okay, we need to circle back and work on this just a little bit. And I guess things slip through the cracks, I understand. But also too, Jake, there are older generations who are so used to using punctuation that you have to keep that in mind. Like if you're talking to each other, same generation Z, then yeah, I understand the punctuation thing because it's sort of context and custom now. But I have friends who text who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s. They use punctuation because they're in the habit of it. And that isn't passive aggressive. Well, as Malcolm in the Middle famously said, the future is now, old man and woman. So get it together. Don't use punctuation when you're talking to me. It makes me sweat. Everything makes me sweat. But really? Really quick yeah, on the uh, passive aggressive yeah, comments. A lady medical. hit me with a uh, excuse us this week, and I'm still mad about it. Like, Did she actually do this? Throw... Did she do the physical no. air quotes? Oh, okay, because that no, would have been like, that was me. let's fight in words. But I just think if you say excuse us, like, no, you didn't need to say Wait, that. we need like, more context is... here. You got to tell the full story. <sighs> okay, or at least so part of I'm it. Dropping, I'm dropping... I'm picking my daughter up from daycare and this other lady was like inside. So I was waiting like a few feet behind, like on the steps to the house. And so I'm waiting there and like, I moved to the side so she could walk, but I started like walking up as they were walking down and I was trying to like wave at her little kid, just try to be friendly and nice. And she looked at me rude and was like, excuse us. And I was like, um, okay. Like, I've never seen you at this daycare before. I come here every day, so you're excused. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, especially Mom, in a first Mom meeting. Me. That's if yeah. <laughs> Aaron just gonna start to start slugfests in the parking lot. Be crazy. Yeah, excuse us, is tough, especially when you say it with attitude. Yeah, I, if that's she was have new the to the daycare. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. 
The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Exactly. So I can, I yeah. can show That's my daughter. That's what Aaron's working out boss. for. What's up? Just intimidate <laughs> right. the new moms at daycare. The enforcer. Hawk the enforcer. Oh, my God. I'm going Pat McAfee yeah. only wears sleeveless from here on out, even when it's cold. Do it. Speaking of which, I noticed that his muscles do look a little better. I used to wonder why he wore that shirt, but I feel like someone must have talked to him because I noticed he looked a little more lean and like toned this week. No, nobody's paying right, attention bonk. to that. Just me. Okay, bonk. No, Aaron, he looks hot. <laughs> okay, Raiders Broncos I'm with now. You. I'm with you. What? <laughs> Mario okay, riled up. There you go. Unexpected All right, point. Uh, Raiders Broncos, uh, Denver three point favorites, uh, and it is juice in that direction. The total is 44 here, Aaron. Divisional uh, rivalry game where we don't exactly know what to expect from new head coach Sean Payton and that Russell Wilson relationship. Uh, yet at the same time, I am on the record as saying that Las Vegas could finish with the worst record in the NFL, not necessarily because they're the worst team, but because they have an AFC schedule unlike the Cardinals. So what do you make of this game here? Hmm. I am probably staying away from this one in terms of the spread. I mean, Jimmy G, how will he look? I mean, I trust that he'll look comfortable in this offense. You know, he's a professional. Russell Wilson, I mean, I feel like they have nowhere to go but up in Denver. You know, you got Sean Payton, a very experienced, experienced coach there now who has been hired to turn things around Russell Wilson coming off an awful season he should be more comfortable as well so I think this is probably a Bronco spot minus three I'm not gonna bet it but uh I I I can't put my money on the Raiders I can't put my money on side or total involving the Raiders but yeah I can back Devontae Adams I can do that at a very minimum. This is a suspect Broncos secondary. And I wonder when you're looking at, say, wide receiver, cornerback matchups for the week, if this isn't the most favorable for any one receiver. I get that Jimmy G is throwing him the football. And certainly when it comes to deep shots, his accuracy is suspect. But maybe that just means Adams is more of a yak guy. He can adjust, I think. So I look at this and say... Devontae Adams can go over his receiving yards prop. And that's the one area where I may back the Raiders maybe all season long. And then when it comes to Denver, 
I feel like this might be the biggest live betting opportunity because you need at least a drive or something to figure out what Sean Payton is trying to do. I feel like ultimately Russell Wilson is going to be utilizing the tight ends a good bit more. And so maybe tight end receiving props may be where I go ultimately when I think about how to bet on Denver. But from where to start, side total, don't like either. But Devontae Adams over his receiving prop, let's go. Yeah. I wonder what this spread would be on a neutral field. Uh, I mean, because Broncos home field advantage actually is something. Whereas we have seen Mm -hmm. in the last few years, home field advantage doesn't mean as much. Obviously, we all know it does in Denver. So I just think this is probably a Broncos spot. And they have a lot of pressure. I mean, I I think they would like to pretend that last year never happened, but we all know it did. And I am curious to see how this Denver Broncos (laughs) team looks this year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, they'll, they'll be better coached. The fourth down decision-making will be better. That, that we do know. But, it, you know, it's funny, too, when you look at Sean Payton. Like, he has worked with some subpar quarterbacks and still gotten the most out of them. Maybe that's the reason for optimism, where even if Russell Wilson is washed, Payton makes it work with just about everybody. Like, even when Drew Brees was long in the tooth, he still made that work. Yeah, good point. So, this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, who is finding pay dirt on Sunday? We'll look at some anytime touchdown props we like right here on the BetQL Network.